Stampede. Garner isn't 202, recorded 1015, 2023. One thing is certain, the American people have been deceived, manipulated into believing that whoever is elected in the House of Representatives, the U.S. Senate, or even the presidency, that the problems facing this country will be resolved. No politician will vote to remove the government's national debt because it would require closing government offices reducing the very power they hold. No, what's going to happen is they'll attempt to say they're working for the American people, but the lobbyists and corporate influence will continue controlling how the government is run. The American people aren't in control. No, money and big business say how things are to be done. And they'll say there's nothing to worry about. Some will even say the government owing over $33 trillion is the price of doing business. In fact, they'll tell the people there's nothing to worry about 
for using continual resolutions to fund the government. The facts are, it's political suicide for politicians to close the government down. And they'll never do that because they would have to lose their power. Crimes against the American people and the damaging of the balance in the natural world have been committed. But the judicial system or politicians will never accept that something is wrong. Even if corruption by politicians or the heating of the oceans are understood, the system will not or cannot be corrected without first a collapse of the economy. Only then will real change have to take place, and it won't be done by the ballot box. No, the people who have power will have to be removed forcibly, and that will produce a second civil war. Our future isn't bright, and the American people will have to learn to live with less, and that will be painful. Any number of things could cause a collapse of the economic system in this country. It could be from 
an external threat, a prolonged military engagement resulting in a defeat, a revolt of our military, a series of bank failures, the devaluation of the dollar as the world's reserve currency, the failure of law enforcement to combat looting, the continued violence with mass shootings, a rapid increase in suicide rates, a dramatic increase in the number of homeless by drug addictions and mental illness, a moral degradation of social norms, a failure in the production of crude oil worldwide, a contagion, a crop failure, and the loss of agricultural production, or simply a distrust of the government. Any number of those things and many more could bring on a collapse of the economy, resulting in a civil war. To say it couldn't happen is to deny that some are already in existence in this country, and we will be facing a revolution in our future. When that will eventually take place, a financial collapse, a following civil war and revolution is difficult to predict, but it's most likely in our near and not our distant future. We may, in fact, already be in the present with the beginning of a financial collapse and aren't aware of it. There may not be any stopping of the inflation or bank failures like the Silicon Bank and the Signature Bank that occurred in March of this year. It could be historically the start of a tipping point. Karl Marx described it in his treatise Das Kapital, the poverty of plenty. But he got it wrong when he said, in our human systems, the collapse would be caused by our overproduction and underconsumption. Now, what is happening is with our human activity having damaged the natural world, something in the 19th century Karl Marx could not have imagined because in the 19th century, there was no end to the abundance of nature. Marx never imagined consumption, a consumerist economy, would collapse because of a failure in the balance of the natural world.
a natural man. I belong to something other than a political system. I believe in respecting the living world, and that's why I won't forgive what has been done in the name of prophets. We've lost the very meaning of our origins, thinking we were in control. We thought we could take and pollute the natural world without consequences. No, I won't forgive the heating of the oceans or the blue skies turning gray. We've damaged the one thing that can sustain us, and we did it in the name of prophets. Our pompous and arrogant politicians told us that there wasn't anything to be concerned about, that we were safe. But we never were safe, and the American people were deceived and manipulated to keep a consumerist economy the very thing that distorted our values. You've been tricked, used as a tool to make a system work without regard for the one thing that you should have shown deference to. You thought artificial intelligence could make us free, but it's only made us slaves for wanting more. And there will come a time when you'll feel its pain. The signs are all there, and it says we can't continue doing what we've been doing. The truth is, in this country, our future collapse of the economy will result in a civil war, and the politicians who are in power won't retain their authority by the ballot box. No, in our future, there won't be people in Washington to do the people's work because they'll have been forcibly removed from their offices. And a prolonged revolution with different ideals will follow. We're a bankrupt country, and there will never be enough profits to recover from the damage we will endure from the crisis in the natural world. We were fooled into believing we could live without our heritage, the place we came from. And for that, there won't be any escaping.
You see, it was the people in power who betrayed the one thing we couldn't do without. We thought what was needed was more, but what we needed to do was protect. We thought we could take, but what we should have been doing was restoring. We got it wrong when we decided consuming was what we needed, when we should have been working to conserve. We became destroyers when we should have educated our young to be creators. Instead of building armies, we should have produced dancers, musicians, and writers. No, we created greed and violence instead of contentment. We thought we were in control, but we produced addiction. We chose building weapons when we should have been building conservatories. We measured success by how much we had. When we needed to train people to be artists, singers, and dancers, we used when we should have been creators. We held false values instead of looking at what was beautiful. We distorted when we should have been true. We deceived when we should have looked for what was real. We looted when we should have mended what was wrong. We surveilled when we should have trusted. We distrusted when we should have been understanding. We endorsed the artificial instead of the natural. We destroyed what was beautiful for personal gain. We measured time by how much. We said everything should be the same when there isn't any one or anything the same. No one thing is equal in this world because every living thing has its own DNA. We called ourselves free but we have the largest prison population in the world. We say we're a nation of laws, but our politicians created the greatest historical debt in the world, committing crimes against the American people and the natural world. At this time, during the writing of the fifth narrative of the Garner Isn't podcast, 
It's October 10th, the fourth day into the Israeli-Hamas war in the Middle East, and well into the second year that the Russian Federation sent troops to the Ukrainian border demanding a cessation of Ukraine gaining entry into Europe's native alliance. Two years since the Russian Nord Stream 2 pipeline attempting to supply Western Europe with Russian oil was blown up. It's the seventh day since the ousting of the Speaker of the House of Representatives, leaving that legislative body unable to appropriate new funding for the Israeli-Hamas war and the Ukrainian war. And only a little over 40 days when the Congress's continual resolution to fund the government is to come to an end. And well into the second year of the crisis of immigration on the southern border with hundreds of thousands of people having attempted to enter the United States. Any one of those conditions and events would suggest something very terrible is about to happen. You might say things can't get any worse, but neither the Israeli-Hamas war or the Ukrainian war aren't about to end soon. In fact, the war in the Middle East could expand quickly into a regional conflict with Israel striking Iran's nuclear capability to build an atomic bomb. Things could get very ugly very fast and out of control. I've been telling you about our future with the damage to the natural world, but of course the threat of a nuclear confrontation seems more of an immediate threat. It appears some things have been set into motion. The rest of the world may view our sitting president as being incapable of resolving any of these immediate crises. It's even suggested Joe Biden isn't running the White House. And maybe it doesn't matter because our fate is rapidly coming to a point of no return. I've been telling you about our future, and the coming months are going to reveal something unexpected. You see, our future has been all used up. It won't matter anymore.
This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard a cut from Jerome Morose's composition for the 1958 movie Big Country, The Welcoming. Then from the 1960 movie The Magnificent Seven, Elmer Bernstein's work Calvera's Return, followed by Bernard Herrmann's Prelude and Rooftop from the movie Vertigo, a 1958 release. Next was a cut from John Barry's music to the 1958 movie Out of Africa, You Are Karen. Then more of Bernard Herrmann from his music North by Northwest, conversation piece. And to close, a shortcut from Out of Africa. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.